Hey everyone, it's your girl Salem, and she just stays gagged. Take it how you want. <laughs> oh my god. It is Alexis, and um, y'all might think this is a normal headband, but it's not. It's a big ass bonnet that I put into a little ponytail in the back. Don't comfort me. Who go clock me, bitch? That's the creativity. Oh, you was ready to fight. <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> And this is lemonaded tea. Period. Mama, I'm happy that we're kind of giving up trying to align it. <laughs> I'm so weak. Y'all, today we have an incredible guest with us. We have somebody so iconic, so beautiful, so amazing, so fucking funny. We have the beautiful Joya! Hey, Girl, I'm so happy that you're here. I'm excited to be here. Oh my gosh. Like when you texted me and asked me, I really like stopped my whole day. I said, wait, wait. (laughs) I'm so so happy. happy. Like honestly, like you're full like baby sis. Aww. Like, and I just adore you. I really do. So I like you call it Joya baby sis, but Joya both grown and I am. I don't know what you do. What? Mm, <laughs> I want to be Joya when I grow up. I don't know about y'all. I no, honestly. <laughs> she said I do be outside. <laughs> honestly, though. But no, I'm so happy. So um, just so everyone kind of has like a little backstory. So we all are technically internet friends. So we all met on Twitter and we all met on Stan Twitter, which is our topic for today. We will be talking about Stan Twitter um, and then also explaining what that is to those who don't really know what Stan Twitter is. But yeah, we like really just built our friendship off of this. And I'm just so happy that we finally are like together. And then we also met in person. So it's just been like a beautiful, beautiful relationship. Absolutely. Um, and I'm obsessed with Joya. Joya is so fucking funny. Y'all have no idea. Online, in person, the bitch is hilarious. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. I like, honestly, my favorite compliment, com- wow, compliment is being told that I'm funny. Because I used to think, yeah, I'm not funny. Like, I have no personality. And recently, people are just like, you are hilarious. And I'm like, okay, I guess. <laughs> no, no, you are fully it's the way you just like deliver what you say that it's just like why do why would she say it like that like <laughs> she why she said like that or like why she how she come up with that shit like fully it's so it's really amazing so like i for me like i'm like i'm not funny like everything in my life and everything that happens to me is funny you joya are funny like genuinely and just like it's so natural that's the whole thing it's like you're naturally just that funny so please also go follow joya on twitter right now fully get into it follow joya uh you want me to plug your instagram sure follow her you got so serious on on tiktok the bitch sings on tiktok i do be singing on tiktok and she's a fucking vocalist yo I do that. Y'all not, y'all not fucking with Joya. Y'all not fucking with Joya. Y'all don't even know. Like, honestly, you are, like vocalist, comedian, <laughs> comedian. <laughs> model, makeup artist. Fully. The whole oh. thing. I feel like the only thing I can't do is dance. I was a magician for a period of time. Shut up. Were you really? <laughs> Were you really? <laughs> Girl, what you not used a to do? 
I learned like magic juggle. Tr- y'all, y'all know, y'all know juggle. <laughs> I thought we just thought they be having the balls. No, no, that's, that's a clown. clown. <laughs> I mean, same difference. Bitch, they all tricks. Like, I don't, oh what y'all want from me? <laughs> no, yeah, though. Like, I was like a, we- a magician. Like, I loved Chris Angel for a period of time. That was actually how I started on Stan Twitter. Embarrassing. <laughs> embarrassing. Are you not embarrassed? <laughs> no, but high key, I used to fuck with Chris Angel heavy, too. I didn't join Stan Twitter because of it, but nigga had me gooped and gagged. Yes, I was obsessed. So did you, what tricks bad. did you do? I learned like card tricks. That was about it. <laughs> it was enough to have people. It was enough to have. Oh, that wasn't even my. You know what? We'll get into my introduction to Stan Twitter later. But that wasn't even the first one. I am I'm the ready. Other one's so I've embarrassing. Been, <laughs> I feel like me and Joya has went through so many fandoms on this internet. Yes. Yep. That's I'm very interested to get into it. All right, so just before, but right before we get into it, let's uh, like basically explain what t- Stan Twitter is. I usually have like a definition pulled up. Maybe I should. I don't know. But how I would define Stan Twitter is literally like people who have common interests and heavily love either this artist or thing or person or whatever it may be and literally have like our own community within whatever our common interest is and we really just discuss and and talk about it or get excited about a new release or whatever it may be what i just looked up the or the definition oh for said twitter on urban dictionary and these motherfuckers said said twitter a section of twitter that is comprised of cult-like fandoms that worship <laughs> worship popular artists or artist groups this section consists of fans engaging socially to online individuals discussing topics related to their faves fangirly fangirly plus boying over updates over their faves and a competitive battleground amongst the different fandoms I Drag mean, there was no me. lie in that definition. There was no lie, and it goes on. I, I won't go further, but mama, cult like fandoms. Cult like. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, honestly, <laughs> they're not wrong. They are. <clears throat> they are not wrong at all. Sorry, I'm also my throat. I'm still getting over this cold. Cause you be gagging. <laughs> you- <laughs> <laughs> You lit. You lit with that. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, it could be a cold. It could be many things. I guess we'll never know. Some might, but anyways. <laughs> I don't even know where to go. <laughs> I'm weak. Okay. Um. So... That is what Stan Twitter is. Honestly, like, they're not wrong in any of that definition. I, I didn't get on Stan Twitter, like, for, like, I was on Facebook first. Like, I was Beyonce, Stan, Beehive, all day, every day. You can't tell me shit, ride or die. Like, Destiny's Child was my thing, like, wrote in my diary. And then when Facebook came up, I was like, oh, Beyonce, let me see. And then I, like, really started on Facebook and then went to Twitter so I haven't I I've been very loyal to Beyonce. So I haven't really been through many different like I guess like standums. Fandoms. <laughs> fandoms. Fandoms. Stan Fandom. Stan or fandoms. 
fandoms. But there's fan Twitter on there's Twitter. On fan Twitter. Facts. Y'all are right. Y'all are correct in this. <laughs> Wait, Joya, where'd you start off? Like who who was like the beginning? And like What's what site was story? it? What's the your origin story beginning. and like Okay. Um I remember it was literally the summer between middle school and high school. I was 13. Um, I was like, I'm grown. I'm going to make a Twitter. Of course, having to ask my mother's permission first, because when you're 13, like, what are you going to do? So I was like, hey, mom, can I make a Twitter account? And she was like, I mean, I guess just don't post on it. I was like, okay. So I make this Twitter account. And I, at the time, I was very obsessed with a show that was on AMC called Freak Show. I'm trying to figure out now. Okay. Basically, it was this show where it was like, you know, like the sideshow in the circus, how they had like all the like crazy attractions, like they had the two headed babies and like stuff like that. So I was particularly drawn to the sword swallowers. I wanted to be one so bad. Wait, Joya, hold on. Like, 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 like a a sword. Like, like a sharp, sharp object, object, like down my throat. Down my throat. I know exactly what she's talking about. And okay. She said, I wanted to be a sword swallower. <laughs> so bad. That's all I wanted out of life. So I said, I have to follow them now. So I did. And like, they weren't like famous. So like, I was like having conversation with them. And I was like, wow, like, this is so cool. And I literally, I, I knew I had to get out of the fandom when um like it was to the point where i was actually it wasn't a sword but they were like oh like the way you start is like you take a coat hanger <laughs> joya 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 I wanted to be one so bad i wanted to do it so bad so i did and i was good at it i never got to sword level because my mom Wait. wouldn't buy me a sword so you wait, okay, okay. So let's let's just let's con- let's talk about this. So you put a clothing hanger down your throat. Yeah, like you know like the wire hangers? Yeah. I like half <laughs> there's a whole new meaning for wire hangers now. <laughs> <laughs> no more wire, wire hangers. Oh my gosh. It, yeah. So like I would just like Extent. I don't know how to explain it, but like, yeah, I and then. But low key, it kind of makes sense because, like, do you cut it and then you like elongate it? You don't even cut it. You just elongate it. Like you pull it like as much as you can. You don't. (laughs) You don't want to separate it so you know you don't die. Um, but they were like, "Yeah, use that because like it's like it bends. So if anything, like you're not gonna die." And I lived by that. And I got to the point where I went to school this one time with, like, the hanger in my bag. And I showed my friends. I said, guys, look what I can do. And they literally, like, one of my friends almost passed out. And Wait, it was, like, only f- two of them. So, like, y'all are, like, the, how probably the deep third and fourth this people going? told about this. Yeah, oh, like, I wanted like, to how- be one so bad. Like, that was my career path. No, but, like, how far down your, like, throat? Oh, it would, like, go past, like the opening of the esophagus (gasps) you would feel it (gasps) yeah no and like after a while it was just like i just did it huh yeah (laughs) 
Yeah, I wow. like literally. I told like maybe I probably told like three people, like the two friends that watched me do it, and then I told one other person about this. So y'all are like the fourth. I am and so fifth. grateful for this is exclusive because yeah. this is this is an exclusive. Oh, for sure, for sure. It was so wow. funny just because I was like, why would I ever do that? Like ever. I mean, wow. do you still know why? Can you still do it? Um, I haven't tried because I literally, once I started singing, I was like, yeah, I'm not oh, doing that anymore. Because I was like, okay. what if it damages my vocal cords? Like, what if I do it like yeah. too aggressively and it messes me up and I can't sing anymore? Yeah. So I don't do it anymore. I've been there. That is wild. So we're, you went from that to what? From that to magic. <laughs> okay. All right, so card tricks, got it. Literally card tricks. I was obsessed with Chris Angel. It was bad. Like, it was a really bad obsession. Like, nobody could, like, get the TV away from me whenever he was on the TV. It was bad. Wow. Did he you, like, do something where, like, he was, like, under the water for, like, a month or something? Um, I don't, a month? I don't think he did that. I don't think it was a long time. I know what you were talking about, though. I I I know what you're talking about, but like vaguely. He's done like a couple of those, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I used to watch him, and then he would like dodge like bullets or some shit like that. Yes, he used to play chicken with like cars that were actually going to hit him, and I was like, this isn't mm-hmm. even magic anymore. Like you just want to die. This is just <laughs> literally. It was crazy. So you go from that to. From that this is very to... this is a journey this is a journey where did i go after that oh um pentatonics i was that's like the longest time i've been in a fandom is that that's the group singing the acapella group, group right? yeah yeah, yeah. We had some good times okay. good times <laughs> so but at what age were you <laughs> in the face where she's like oh fandom <laughs> Uh, probably from like 14, 15. Cause I remember my sophomore year of high school was when I went to one of their shows, like my okay. first show, like the first time seeing them. So I was like four, I was 14 when I first saw them. So yeah, like 14. Okay. So the wire hangers and the magic only lasted like a, le- a year. Yeah. <laughs> Why was I that young doing that? Like, what is going on? Nobody was watching crazy. me. You wasn't even. You wasn't even feeling grown. And Nobody you was watching me. Throat. Like that's so crazy to me. But yeah, I I guess I got bored of that. I got bored with sticking wire hangers down my throat. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so you did pentatonics, and then um, and then. So wait, but did you follow them because you wanted to sing? Because you do sing now. Yes. It was like... Or did you sing because of them? I It was them. really, honestly, partly because of them. Like, I would listen to them and be like, oh, like, I really started getting into music when I got into high school because I saw how much, like, people really love music. Like, it was really hitting me like, wow, like, music is literally everywhere. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. I mean, I can do this. Like, I sang in church for a while. And it was almost like I was the only one on the choir um, because I was the only one they had doing solos. So I was in there. But after that, it was like I got to high school. The music teacher was like, wow, like you're like you're an, an amazing singer. You should really be in like he put me like in the senior chorus, like not even like I did. It wasn't even baby steps. He just threw me in there. And 
that was that but like part of the reason was because pentatonics i was like wow like they came from high school and now they're making it big i was like i want to do that too like when i get out of high school now i'm in college just sitting here depressed and my major psychology (laughs) period literally relatable content what was it about them i don't know they just seemed like relatable they were like they weren't so young but they were like young like young enough that like i was like oh like i want to be like them like i'm like coming up on that age i was like i want to be like them like that would be really cool stuff like Mm -hmm. that like i was just i they were also like they're still like really talented they're amazing and i just always like aspired to be like them i was like this is just so amazing like what they can do and like i was president of the acapella club in high school president of i was president of like three clubs and they were all music it was songwriting, vocal workshop, and then acapella. I was out here. Joy is a boss, yo. Joy is a full ass boss. Fully. Fully. And the bitch can sing. I've heard her. Sang, literally. I've literally, I remember I think the first time I heard you on Twitter, I was like, oh, Joya sings? And then I, it was like some, I, I want to, it was like a Jennifer Hudson song. I want to yeah, say. Yeah, probably. And, like, I remember watching it and, like, throwing my shoe at my phone. Oh. Yeah. I've actually had shoes thrown at me, like, in person. It makes sense. Like, your like, voice is school, that amazing. Like, performing, my friend, from the back of the auditorium, not even the front. <laughs> I have to see if I can find the video. From the back of the auditorium, launches his shoe at me. Joya, your body has gone through a lot. It has. It has. <laughs> and it will continue to go through all of this. It will. <laughs> I am so weak. Yeah. I was, I'm weak. And then what was um did you have any and then after after was drag? it was drag, yeah. Gotcha. And now I'm just like in this weird middle ground where it's like, yeah, I like drag, yeah. but I'm not exclusively like there. I, just I can't relatable. do that anymore. It's so interesting yeah. with um like Coming, I guess, like, getting out of fandoms and, like, how you entered it and then being in it and then getting out. I don't know. 2020 was, like, a whole, like, reset for, like, everything, Mm -hmm. at least in my, for me. Like, I was like, oh, shit. Oh, oh, wait. Let's understand these patterns that I have as to why I become, like, extremely obsessed or obsessive with things or people. Mm -hmm. It was, it's, it's quite interesting. But, Alexis, what was your full journey? Okay. Hear me out. Okay, so I wasn't like on Twitter until further down the line. But let me go through my obsessions. Cause okay. First, I was obsessed with Desil Raven. Obsessed. Raven Simone. I literally you know how that bitch put out music and nobody liked it? Who didn't like it? I convinced myself that that shit was fire. Like I I like I, it. I still like it. Shit. I don't listen to it. Raven Simone or that's a Raven's music. What are you talking about? I like Raven There's Simone's music. Wow, I was backflip, backflip, like that. That shit was. I I love that song. All right, well, I'm done. Okay, well, maybe you was the bigger friend than I was. <laughs> anyway, so <laughs> so I went to a whole like that's a Raven, Raven Simone. That's why. That's why I was like, I realized that I was obsessed with stuff, and then anyway, I moved on 
and found the Jonas Brothers on the Disney Channel, them motherfuckers had my life. They had me choked. Like, I was bound. Wow. To those three little white boys. Like, unbreakable, knew their birthdays, the time, their plate, their star placements. I had the book, bitch. Did you have a favorite? Joseph. Joe was your favorite? Joseph. (laughs) Joseph. (laughs) Oh my God. You just called this man Joseph. I can't. <clears throat> so I probably still have the, I probably still have the actual like Jonas Brothers book and then I had like a poster over my wall for like decades okay not decades but like a long ass time I'm so weak okay but after I was obsessed with the Jonas Brothers I and again I was just obsessed by myself it was like me and my, my high school best friend just obsessed like everything they did we'll just text and write each other about it cause I wasn't on Twitter then, like my junior senior year of high school, this one friend of mine in high school was obsessed with Nicki Did Minaj. Twitter exist back then? Sorry. Yeah. Oh, bitch. You. I swear to God. I am trying to be civil. <laughs> and I'm trying to choose violence. <laughs> the whole Sorry. Okay. Sorry. Go ahead. Anyway. And so <laughs> she was obsessed with Nicki Minaj and she was already on Twitter. The first thing I've seen on Twitter was um, a fanfic. And so we was, in, we was in computer class, bitch. We were in fucking computer class. And this whole is just reading a fanfic about Nicki Minaj getting raw dogs. I don't, I don't really know the details of, of the fan. But it was something like that. And I was like, what the fuck are you reading? And she was like, it was like, it was like this fanfic. Like people write about celebrities and blah, blah, blah. So she introduced me to the Nicki Minaj fandom. And at the time, she was in a very elite part of the fandom. Who and knew so Nikki? Like, oh my god, she knew Nikki. She met Nikki. Nikki knew them. She, Nikki followed them, and like it was like this cult of like maybe ten or so people who like would just like follow Nikki around the country of like going to like um, radio shows, like the morning shows, concerts, just like That's popping wild. up everywhere, like. Jesus, that where was Nikki so was long at, ago. They were at, and like I had to connect because I knew her from high school, and she knew all of them. And so I was like, "Oh my god, this is so crazy, girl!" I asked my mom if I could go to like one Nikki concerts in like some other state that was not in Texas, and she's like, "You're not about to go follow a fucking Nicki Minaj rapper as around the goddamn country? Like, what do you think this is?" And I'm just like, "I don't understand why you don't understand because they're doing it. Like, I could I could show you people who have been to these places who wait in line for twelve fucking hours just to see this lady for two seconds. Like, I like it's a thing. Like, why are you not getting it?" And she refused. So anyway, so I went from Nicki, which was like a lot. Like that was like I had to delete my Twitter. I had to delete the whole account off the map and nikki followed me nikki followed me i met them met nikki so far the whole nine you met nikki yeah but it was like at a show like it wasn't like hey girl like it wasn't like how she would meet them like how she she knew them it was Mm -hmm. just like a random like meet and greet or whatever had to delete the whole account isn't that crazy account yeah the fucking whole she met like one of well okay oh shit the Holy Trinity. Rihanna's you meet Joya, you have to meet Rihanna. Okay. I'll look for you. 
Because she was. met Nikki. I met Beyonce. You got to meet Rihanna. Okay. And then we got the Holy Trinity. Let's see. Let's see if I can model for Savage X Fenty. Bitch, she will fucking hire you. I need to see that shit done now. Ooh, Rihanna, so hire Joya. That would be incredible. Sorry. <laughs> I feel like she listens Sorry, go to this podcast. She does. <laughs> she does. I don't know why y'all laughing. Y'all sitting here laughing. She does. <laughs> hi, Riri. Hi, hi, girl. How you doing? How you doing? Hey Riri, leave us a comment, like and subscribe. Um, but I think from so from Nikki, I took a little break off of the Twitters. I didn't have a Twitter for a while. I had like I still had obsessions. Like I was obsessed with Jesse J at some point. I was obsessed with like just like random people. Like no no idea why, but I will find these people and not want to know their entire life story. Um, and then somehow some way I got so I was watching Drag Race before I went back on Twitter. But I got like I started to rewatch it. I started to be re obsessed with it, and then I joined Twitter because I was obsessed with Trixie and Katya, and so, and now we're here. And now we're here. Now this is wild. I love hearing like honestly like the fact that I one found y'all, two y'all make me feel very less alone in the world that I be in in my head (laughs) because I thought. I guess for like a while, like for me, like my whole journey, when you said, when you said Jonas Brothers, I was like, I had a whole Disney situation that I just completely blocked out apparently. Um, but like, I was, I think my first real, real obsession was that I remember is Miley Cyrus, like Hannah Montana. You couldn't tell me oh shit. God. Like, I my, see the appeal. my friends were literally like, they they love telling the stories now where they're like, no, she, you don't, y'all don't understand. Like, she thought Salim was living a double life. Like, that's a, because I, when I live in my fantasy, I fucking live in my fantasy. Like, I'm, you can't tell me shit. I would like go to school and I was like, I had Hannah Montana all in my locker in middle school. Like, I had the fucking, I wanted the Miley Cyrus VIP, like Hannah Montana badge. So I would like get those. My parents got me all the books. Like, I wasn't playing. I was like, Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus down. And then, and then it switched to Beyonce, which is very different. Very. <laughs> it went from Miley Cyrus, Hannah Montana of like most of middle school and then eighth grade. I became like really obsessed with Beyonce <clears throat> because of the I Am Sasha Fierce album. That and album? I, it's my favorite album of her discography. It is my favorite album of her discography. But like, I was crazy. Like, the as everyone sees the crazy beehive, like, I was that, but, like, this was a different time. You know how, like, people, like, post, like, the bees, like, comments under people they don't like because they're, like, trying to protect Beyonce? I wasn't part of that. That was after 2016. I remember being part of the fandom from 2013, no, lying, 2008, from 2008 to now, because I still am. Oh, did y'all cut out? Okay, no, you're either. Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh, we like you. I know you was putting the bees. I wasn't doing that. That was that was the after the formation. This is that's a different generation of beehive. That was the new one. That was after the the whole they wanted the white people was upset. Then when they found out Beyonce was black, it was that was a different generation. <laughs> Beyonce was black. They did. They were shocked. That's it's so still, crazy. I still have to question that. They literally like, were, were you like, not like looking at her. 
they were like, oh my god, Beyonce's black. Do you remember this whole thing, Alexis? I don't know. Yeah, white people literally didn't know Beyonce was black. And so, like, it was when Formation came out and she performed at the Super Bowl the second time she oh, performed. Yes. And they yes. all lost it and yes. they were like, Black was Panther? Like, was Afro? Big noses? We don't do this. We don't do this. Since when? They said, since when? When did she become black? Has she always been black? No, she's been black her whole life. (laughs) Like, fucking insane. But anyways, yeah. So, like, I remember high school was, like, the most intense for me. I want to say, like, ninth, tenth grade. This was the time when Beyonce decided to take a break. I was extremely obsessed with her. I, like... I was, I was like, gonna. F- I literally got kicked out of the lunchroom because of, like, because my friends wanted to fuck with me and they were, like, Beyonce's, like, crazy. She's, like, insane. So they would say all this, like, negative shit about her to me. And I was, like, I remember the day they said that Beyonce was crazy and I was, like, you want to see crazy? I'll show you crazy. I'm crazy. You want to da 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 And then, like, Girl, the administ- Sasha Fierce was living within you. Within <laughs> me, mama. Through in my, my veins and my through blood. the album. No, but it was like, <laughs> no, literally, literally, it was insane because I had a shrine. I had like a Beyonce shrine. She would perform on TV and I would watch it. I would lose my shit, get my entire life. Cut. Oh my God. Like, think about this now. I'm like, this is crazy. But like, come upstairs and literally like worship. And I'd be like, I'm not worth, like when I, <laughs> oh God, yo, I'm outing myself. <laughs> Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, fully, like, oh my gosh. Like, it's Beyonce. Like, it's Beyonce. Like, y'all couldn't Beyonce. tell me shit. It was. And it was just an insane time in my life. But, you know, she made me a great woman. And she had a lot to do with, like, the way that I handle myself and the way I go about shit. Because she was very prominent in that life. So, it was Beyonce for the most part. And then I realized I need to chill out. Because I... I don't know, like, after I met her, it kind of died down. And then after, I think, like, after that, I started kind of, like, being, like, okay, let's be, like, normal. When I got to college, I wasn't really obsessive. But, like, so I felt like I need something to, like, it was weird. Like, that college was, yeah, like, it was, college was weird because I was, like, I need something to latch on to. I'm used to being a part and latching onto something and having something to look forward to and be online about and talk about and learn more about and see what new projects they're gonna do like I was so like I felt like I don't have anything like people because after I kind of calmed down with Beyonce I was like well what do I have and then I had like phases where like I was like obsessed with Demi Lovato for a while and then like that that do you remember that no, or I was obsessed you? with Demi too. Yeah, yeah. Like I had like in a, a phase where I was obsessed with Demi Lovato, and then I don't, I, th- I don't, I didn't find honestly, I didn't find like drag or drag race until like 2019 when I like went to a drag show, and then I was like, oh, this is new. What's this? It's a different world. And then, and then it was Trixie and Katya, and then it was just drag, and I'm not. And then 2020 happened, and then everything changed. <laughs> that's that was my whole story but 90% of it is Beyonce yeah shit is wild but I feel like how you went through that like phase of like not having anything of, to lot, obsess like, about is how yeah. I how I felt when Trixie Cosby was on their bullshit in 2020 
was like, Imagine y'all me. are fully, y'all are supposed to be the ones that like I am like escaping and returning to and like going deep when to get the shit out off my head. And y'all, y'all the ones causing the bullshit. Exactly. Right. Oh my god. Okay, are we gonna get into it? Are we gonna talk about the t- fully the time of twenty twenty? Well, I want to I want to hear it from Joya's perspective first because I feel like Alexis and I have talked. <laughs> We've talked about it before, and we talked about it many times. But before we go into it, I want I want to hear Joya. What was your whole perspective? Let's start. Let's say from like the the tweet Trixie put out. Okay. When we were just, or like the silence, or it could have been just from the silence. It was literally, okay, the silence was literally like the day after I joined, well that too, but the day after I like, kind of like joined the fandom, because I had been warned like, yeah, no, the Drag Race fandom, you don't want to do that, and then they're like specifically like Trixie and Katya, like their fans are, they they go hard. I was warned by my best friend Hunter, I feel like y'all know who Hunter is. Hunter, yeah, love me and them. Hunter have yeah. been best love friends them. for like five, six years. So we literally met on Twitter because of Pentatonix. But yeah, um, Word. they even warned me like that's not something you really want to get into. I was like, I can mm. handle it. Like I'm fine. So I step in there first day using Trixie's makeup. Um, Trixie Cosmetics posted my picture, retweeted it. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Then I'm seeing all this discourse on the timeline. I'm like, hello like what's going on here (laughs) and they're like i can't believe that she was silent about about this issue and i was like what is what's going on because like i knew everything going on in the background but like it's not like i was to the point of obsession that like my notifications were on for everything and for everyone right so i didn't know exactly what was going on then i found out about the silence and i was like Mm. oh this is gonna be a problem Mm. so from then on i was really just like keeping my distance but at the same time not completely distant because Mm -hmm. i was really like i had just started getting into makeup so i bought a bunch of stuff from trixie cosmetics i was gonna keep using it i just bought it just spent money on it. i'm gonna keep using it oh bitch like my i still have their shit stop i just i'm wearing the blush right now girl yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm but a yeah, girl. But yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. it was just like, it was very weird and off putting. And I was like, you know what? Some people have their moments. Now, as a black person, why did I say that to myself? Right. Like, you should not have yeah. a moment where you're silent about blatant racism. That's like not okay. And right. I was like, yeah, maybe it's just like some sort of. No, I was trying to make every single excuse possible and i was like okay no and like when all that happened like everybody was like tweeting links and stuff to like different organizations like sign this petition donate here do that and um i was just like it doesn't make sense to me you're telling somebody like this is a grown person like fully like an adult who knows how to exist in like spaces especially social social spaces so it's like how are you gonna sit here and I know you see everything going on. I know you see everybody tweeting you, everybody trying to like get your attention. I know you see on the news what's happening, even if it's not on the news, if it's on Twitter, it's everywhere. You can't hide from it. So the fact that like you choose not to say anything, that's like embarrassing on your part. So everybody tweeting links and doing this and doing that, I was like, it just, 
y'all are contributing to the problem because why is it so like oh let's let's give her the benefit of the doubt there right. should be no benefit of the doubt when it comes to a situation like this mm-hmm. especially with someone with like this huge platform there's none yeah. of that sorry Oop, you're popular uh... <laughs> shut up <laughs> i had it on do not disturb i wasn't trying to be disrespectful but go ahead sorry no, yeah, but that was really just it. Like, I, I came in and I, like, had my fun for a little bit. And then after that, I was just, like, I just felt, like, I felt weird, like, engaging in, like, any sort of, I don't know, just, like, it went from me interacting with her. Literally, I posted a cover. And mm. it was, like. Oh, you did. And, like, acoustic version of Kitty Girl. And she, com- like, she replied to it. I didn't even tag her. And I was like, what's going on here? Like, what's happening? I was, like, confused. But it went from, like, a, like blatant, like, this, these interactions that were just there in my face, like, to me just like, okay, no. This isn't happening yeah. anymore. Right. It, it was just weird. Like, it was just all so sudden that I had to, like, rip myself away from that. And I didn't, like, mm-hmm. necessarily rip myself away from that. But it, like, I got away and I can safely say now <laughs> i'm far away literally leaving a fandom is so dramatic no like, yeah it literally is like, like when, a, I le- when i left pentatonix it process. was the oh my gosh like it was insane like it was so bad when i i literally had to delete my entire account because like i couldn't go through the back and forth of like the Nicki minaj fandom and uh-huh. mama it's traumatizing yeah mm. it, yeah it, honest what? Here. <laughs> no, it is. You know why? It's because I've never experienced leaving like a fandom until like until last year. Like I never mm. experienced that. I just either I just lost interest or whatever. Like it was a, it was a very genuine type of well, I'm just not as interested anymore. So this situation was my first situation of like leaving a fandom. And then also being so involved like being so involved in this whole world of like drag and drag fan like it i don't know like it's so crazy to me because like what was it like i had just i think i had just like met it was 2020 i i met katya in like 20 summer of 2019 we and then trixie in literally in march i had just met her in march so like i'm like oh my god and so involved and she's like posting me on her story and i just i don't know like it's so crazy because like you're so involved and you obviously like are a fan and have such a love for them and their artistry like because you enjoy their content and whatever it is that they have for whatever your personal reasoning is and so to like walk away from it it was just like for me personally it was hard just because i was like it in my dark moments that was like my go-to and so when I like it was it was so interesting because like when I wouldn't feel safe like in situations at home or like and when I say safe I mean like more I'm like physically I'm fine like not talking about anything of that sort but like in the sense of like I always felt like the black sheep or not feeling like everyone completely understands me or what I'm saying or what I'm going through and whatever, whatever. And it was like, that was my immediate escape. And so for that to be my immediate escape, to be just like, 
Because I remember my line was like, if anything, I was like, I know these are two white men in wigs. I understand that. And so for me, I was like, my line is racism. And like, for for obvious reasons. But like, that was my thing. And I was just like, I just don't fuck with it. I just was like, I, I can't. I hate it because I feel like it was torn away from me. Like my safety was like just taken. And on top of that, I also got into makeup because of drag. Like I've always loved makeup. I've always like played in it and dabbled in it. Never to the extent that I'm in it right now. Like I've never, I never did this. If it honestly, if it wasn't for drag or even just like, not even going to lie, like the whole with Trixie Cosmetics and like Trixie doing that, like I bought a lot of those products to try and be like, oh, this is how this works. Oh, this is how this done. Oh, like this is so cool. I can like do makeup pictures and like, like I got into it because of this bitch. Like, <laughs> and so it just kind of like, it just was a sad moment where you were just like, girl, the fuck? Mm-hmm. We was rude. And I felt like with, uh, with the fandom, they had a lot of more grace for Katya who I was more so a fan of versus Trixie because it was like, oh, well, Cassie is so nice. Cassie is so sweet. Cassie is not Trixie. Cassie is not because in the fandom, you kind of know Trixie is the mean one. Cassie is the nice one. That's just how it plays out. And so when you go from like trying to like, okay, Cassie, like I just need you to do something. Like I just give me a little bit and then they can't even do that. And it's like, girl, I know you see me. Like, I know you see me. No that bitch followed both of us last <laughs> Literally. Yeah, that's why when I was, like, when all of it was going on, I was, like, there's no way that, like, none of this is being seen right th- like right now. Like, I know I, you see all of it. Like, your, all your notifications are about this. Like, everybody you follow is, like, what's going on? Like, at that point, it was, like, intentional silence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You saw what was, I was going just, on. I was just really also, like, frustrated because, like, I don't know, like, you, as, like, a black person that survived, I, let's say, we survived 20, the summer of 2020. <laughs> I thought you were about to say that we, <laughs> as a black person survived, that survived. Trixie and Cass. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> no. 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 As a black person who survived 2020. <laughs> I just feel like we really, I, I, I like to say that just because we made it out because that was a rough fucking summer mentally for all of us. Mm-hmm. It was just like your safety net was fucking like yanked where you kind of go away and be like, okay, like I see y'all. But like to see online and see how everything plays out, you're just like so frustrated because it's like y'all will never understand. You just won't. Like as two right. white like men, like though i i just ugh, it was it was so direct about like you can be i'm not i'm not oh, by the way i'm not saying that they are racist so i'm saying like this uncovered like a whole other t- subject that we do really need to discuss where like just because we're part of like this community or you know we're more like present in this gay community or the queer community it doesn't mean like i understand like a lot of people don't understand like intersectionality like they don't yeah. And so because they don't get that, like, it's so frustrating because it's like as much as I ride for gay rights and as much as I scream and obviously for not only personal reasons, but just because like for me, I'm 
I already fucking, I don't want anyone to ever feel the level of oppression that I've experienced in my life or that I see. So that's why I ride for it. But the fact that you had the audacity and you have also the privilege and with the level of platform that you have, you have a choice and you like, you're blessed to have that choice. And your choice was, I'm going to just not say shit, which is like, it was just heartbreaking because that choice, here's the thing. There was an impact either way you went. If you didn't say anything, you stood by that. And even if you're not like, even if you're like, no, I am pro Black Lives Matter, whatever, whatever, because you didn't say it to your nine million or your two, five, four million people who follow you online altogether or five million, whatever the fuck it is, who are 98% white, you're telling them something. Like you immediately are saying to them, and we saw it. Because all the racist white fans came out and they attacked me too. <laughs> they really came for me. Are, we're very like, you're, you're in that sense of you not saying anything, you said everything to them of we don't say shit. We just let them go through that shit. Mm-hmm. And so because you did that, like I was just like, so fuck me. I sit here, I scream for you, bitch. And I fucking go out and fight for gay rights and like, you know... Yeah, Whatever. it's like nothing was reciprocated. Like the same support that I give you was not reciprocated. And not to say that like they owe like us anything, but at the same time, they kind of owe us everything. Like when you really Absolutely. think about it, like yeah. it's especially. I don't know, like especially like the fa- like fans like us, like we were there. Well, no, not even I can't even say us. Y'all were there. Y'all were in there. <laughs> like I was only there for a couple weeks y'all were in there (laughs) so it's like that's just insane and knowing that like you have black fans because you've seen them you've been you've met spaces that literally you've you've been in the same space been within like like you've spoken to them how are you just not gonna say anything knowing that these are people who love you you can't show the same sort of love and support and it doesn't even have to be on such a personal level you can make a general statement i just don't understand like what people need to understand is you can make the most general blanket statement and the fact that you said something is enough for some people like the fact that you even went as far as to be like okay yeah like yeah like black people woo like it come on like you gave us absolutely nothing absolutely nothing to work with and then a half-assed apology that you thought was gonna cut it no and i'll always say that we the reason why Trixie and Costa had never said anything is because they didn't have to. Because they knew at the end of the day, 97.9% of their fan base is the little white bitches Who that they profit off of. Don't, don't give a fuck if they say anything. Don't, don't give nope. two shits if y'all say yes or no, maybe so. Do we fuck with these bitches? Probably not. Like, they don't care. Because at the end of the day, they don't have, they're, they're not going through the struggle. Mm-hmm. They don't, they're going back home to their races as uncles, daddies, and mamas. Like, they don't have to get it. Just the same way y'all didn't have to get it. But yet, you want to, like, pretend that you care? Miss me. Exactly. Miss me with the bullshit. Exactly. And that's another thing. Bullshit. Everything is, like, very much, like, a trend. So it's, like, if they see a celebrity talking about it, people are more inclined to be, like, yeah, like, we should fight for this cause. But if nothing's... Like, right. some people, like, just don't even are just so completely ignorant to, like, what's going on in, like, other parts of the country, like, other parts of their own states. Like, they don't even see what's going on. So it's, like, I feel like 
just saying something could like no maybe like do something it'll have like some kind exactly. of a ch- i know like i completely understand like it my will whole thing have goes- an effect on somebody somewhere right like my whole thing goes back <laughs> girl i'm a history buff and so for me like it always goes back to like understanding the roots right so for me i'm like i understand redlining you know was a, is a whole thing like redlining was a whole thing meaning and if you don't know what redlining is um basically back in the day in america um the whites literally were like so we're gonna make sure like white people stay with white people and like anyone else who's a person of color is going to live in more of the poverty areas that are not going to be paid attention to the government's not gonna help whatever whatever all this extra shit and i'm like that still exists to this day because of that shit the way that they separated everything and so for me i'm like it's literal whole huts of white communities that have no fucking idea who've never met black people who don't have never met a person of color and like don't know that whole shabbat like they just don't know at all and so for me i'm like yeah it does matter when you say some shit because obviously motherfuckers who are living in these areas listen and watch you and are entertained by you and so for them it at least like starts a whole thing of oh what is this oh okay let's see what this is Okay, let me see if I, especially the younger generations, I think it's important for that. I mean, bitch, like, you saw the shit that they're trying to do with the school systems, like. Fully. It's a whole And thing, I don't know but. if it was just me or because we were just so into it that I felt like because of Trixie and Katia and, like, how their fandoms are, or their fans was, like, trying to get on their ass, asses about saying something, I feel like from there, it just became like every other celebrity also needs to say something. Oh but my God, I don't know. it was a whole thing. It went from like Trixie and Katia fandom to like, okay, this person needs to now say something. And like, why are you not saying yeah, This person's been like, awful quiet. Like, literally, like, what are you doing? Like, so it was like every fandom was like now getting on top of their fave and being like, um, hello, like, what are y'all doing? Yeah. And I know that happened in the Pentatonics fandom also, but I was like already out. So it was like, that wasn't anything that had to do with me um but it was just like you just i hate okay my biggest pet peeve is the defense well they they donated no amount of money can change the way words can affect somebody no amount of money will change that you could donate your entire life savings and i still will not give two shits i don't care if you didn't say anything then your donation doesn't matter it doesn't matter. I don't sacrifice a lamb. I don't give a fuck. Like I donated money. Like I gave money. Like, like what? I, I does that stop? Like, like does that stop the police? Like I. It's so crazy because like someone. I just. I was just talking. I was just thinking about this, and I've like someone asked me about like how many times I've been pulled over, and I was like, I've lost count. I've lost count for stupid reasons as to why I'm being pulled over. Like I'm like, so what did that do? You donated, and what did that do? I'm still getting pulled over. Still I'm still getting, getting pulled profiled. over. Like, right. I'm still getting racially profiled. Like, no, you're the, the things that you have to do is literally educate yourself and realize, oh, I have a platform where millions of people follow me and also listen to me. And like, mm-hmm. I mean, within like the first hour of like their videos being posted, like they have like half a million views. Like you have like a consistency within the day. You have like a million views. You have a level of power that whether you wanted it or not, bitch, you have it. And now that you have it, it, (laughs) exactly. Like, don't, 
like do not fuck any of this shit up like i just oh it's just really fucking it's just frustrating also if you want to hear the whole thing behind this alexis and i um i'll post i put the thing in the description but like alexis and i had a whole thing about it last year so if you want to watch that video you could watch our original lemonade and tea before it was lemonade and tea <laughs> fully, <laughs> that's what that was fully. that was like our original from like yeah no, I um, if you get to 5k that. views I'll, re- I'll release my dms with katya and i'll release mine from trixie (laughs) i have nothing to offer here so nobody look at me (laughs) aisha is a wild we literally were dm I did DM Trixie <gasps> at one point. Did you see it? She saw it. She always sees it. She fucking leaves everybody on red. I'd be like, I was like, oh. Trixie always sees that shit. It's, it's, she always opens that shit. It's like. But then she posted, literally, I swear, she just doesn't give a fuck about nobody. Because then she posted the same link that I had DM. I was like. <laughs> <laughs> around my house like this hello? hoe this hoe that's that sound about right that sound about right it's so funny it's that's to me sometimes like i literally it comes up in my head and i'm like oh my god like you were really immersed into all of this like you were involved like listen i'm gonna dm you i'm gonna let you know this is what you need to do i i don't even i can't even leave like half of the shit like Thinking about it now, I'm like, you know, I'm proud of you for really, you know, fighting for something you believed in, but also like understanding, like, I don't know, like I, I, I was so hard on myself. I want to say like towards the end of 2020 because of how involved I was with this fandom. And then like, I was like, I don't know. I got frustrated because I was like, I was in a way sometimes like educating white people and I didn't like that. And I was like, mm, I don't like this feeling. I don't like, I don't really fuck with all of this. But I was so hard on myself. And so like, I don't know. I feel like after a year of like healing and teaching myself healing tendencies, I give myself a lot more grace because I'm like, you went into everything you did with love. <laughs> Joya's light just went out. <laughs> but yeah, I'm weak. I mean, I just go into everything. <laughs> I was just very like, go into it with love and grace. This is not work. Oh, there she goes. Welcome back. <laughs> that was so crazy. I, nothing I even re- happened. It just went off. I, oh, I thought you unplugged it. No, I didn't. I was just like, because <laughs> I looked to make sure it was still plugged in and it was. It just turned off. You have ghosts in your home? No, I def do. That's another thing. My house is def haunted. Oh, you do? You did tell us about this before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who was it this time? Who you think? The ghost said, wrap it up, bitch. <laughs> the ghost was like, oh, pouring a little too much energy for my liking. <laughs> this is too much. You talking no, about yeah. race a little too much, mama. You too Girl. involved. Oh my gosh, what if it was a white person? I gotta move. Can I tell? Wait, wait, wait. Can I tell y'all? Can I tell y'all? I genuinely, I was thinking about this and I was like, 
when I, you know, I'm very, I'm more of a spiritual person. And so for me, I'm like, my ancestors will guide me, you know, my spiritual, whatever, whatever, you know, will guide me to what I need to be in or whatever. Then I thought about it and I was like, well, what do white people do? Because your ancestors. Is that my, am I the only one who thinks who's had that thought? I definitely were. I I've never like had that thought, but now that you're saying it, I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's Yikes. what I'm saying. I'm kind of like, what but the they? thing is, they're living out their ancestors' wishes, like right. But then you also have to continue it. So like, then I'm like, then well, they are. It's a perpetual so thing. It, is your ancestors like? Are they making sure that you're continuing this thing and you don't fuck it up? Like when, you know, when they see Black Lives Matter, they go, turn your head, turn your head. Like, is that like the situation? <laughs> yeah, I think the white people ancestors have their foot so far deep into this system. I think they're on the right path. I think they got yeah. everybody in line who needs to be in line because we're still fucked. Like, yeah. I feel like if their ancestors was like telling them to go the opposite way, we wouldn't be in this situation. But I think... I think they're following their the the guides of the. Of I'm their. really it it really it really ooh it really I was thinking about it and I was like oh huh what y'all pray to who you giving thanks to ooh that's concerning because what if your ancestor was no white ass bitches who who has this whole capitalistic ass system hunt lying and fucking sinker bitch like they're they're Gucci. Oh, yeah. I was like, y'all is wild. That's crazy. That's oh, anyways. Sorry, I was just thinking about that and I was like, that is I'm very happy to have the ancestors that I do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the real the spirit guides to really, you know, because as much anger as I'll be having and be ready to go. Whatever. But yeah. Um <laughs> but anyways, that whole that whole fandom was a was a very much so huge experience. But like I don't know. I feel like I could also go on and on for days for, like, just talking about... Um, but I will say that, like, leaving Trixie and Katya, not leaving them, but, like, I mean, I left, but, like... <laughs> but from that experience, I did learn that I need to just, like, stop with the white people all together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You just, like, just cut them off. You like, at the end of the them. fucking... At all, like <laughs> at all, like at the like my mother was since the fucking Jonas Brothers. My mother was like, "Why are you obsessing over these fucking white ass motherfuckers? Like, what is your problem?" And like, what do you mean? Like, love is like people are people. Like, we're all human. Like, oh, the love way that love. our souls are set up, man. Literally, like, why mama, are we such like, nice people? That's what I'm and saying. Then you get to like Trixie Casa, you realize the shit don't ever change, and it's mm-hmm. like. Okay, I had to cut all of them off. I don't give a fuck. And, but because of that, I would say I, I was like, I made it a point to now look and like really cater to, not cater to, but like put more energy into like POC and black queens and like, you know, like. Yeah. Because the you're Bob realizing Mooney. they're doing the same thing, if not better. Um, right. And they actually like, you know, care about human rights. Give a fuck. <laughs> 
<laughs> Literally, they not only just give a fuck. They re- you can relate to them. Like they exactly. talk about shit that you've been through. There's and- more in common. I feel like the reason we found Trixie and Katya so like, or just like any white creator who's done something wrong in the past. The the reason we found them so appealing was because it was something we weren't used to. Because like right. black people, we don't do that kind of like comedy. We don't do that kind of, like. We're very mm-hmm. real. We're very like girl. It, I liked it fucking different... Katya because she was weird as shit. Yeah, it's like <laughs> yeah, like it's literally like... very different. Yeah, <laughs> from what we've been exposed to. Yeah, it's no, like, literally it's a different I... situation. It's it's so interesting because like it. I remember the day something in my brain like clicked when it came to the both of them, and it was like, oh, this is very different. And I fucking like it was more so especially with Katya because it was just something I wasn't used to or I had I hadn't seen. But I also like, I think for me like just what Alexis is saying. One for me like getting out of all of that fandom and stuff for me I realized I was like okay, so we need to have a conversation about why you have these obsessions and why you feel like it's your safety net. And also, like, the amount of energy that I put into being obsessed or being, like, so involved in this, I'm like, I want to, how do I turn it back on myself? Like, how do I focus on what I want to do and really become obsessive of, like, going after the things that I want to do or, you know, and put that time into it? Because, like, I would just come home and be, like, on Twitter talking to everyone, like, the whole night. And I was like, and that was my life. And then I was like, okay, well, like, what, what are we going to do now? What are we going to try to do now? How are we going to redirect it? And also in like some kind of way, like getting makeup out of it, it allowed me to kind of redirect that energy. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like it was, I, I also like after 2020, same as like Alexis, like I definitely very much so more so focused on black content creators. And like, I feel very happy that we really went into like, like, the love and like the level of love that we have and the support that we show for Bob Monet, like it doesn't come from like this, like, I don't know, like I I don't it doesn't just stem from like the obsession of drag or just them as artists. Like mm-hmm. it's genuine love. Like I have genuine, yeah. like real love for like Bob Monet, but also like they fucking support us. Like yeah. they yeah. really like they give it back. And like that was something my friend Brittany and I had talked about, and she was like, think about, she was like here's full tea real tea like you did all of these like makeup looks for Trixie and you would like promote the shit out of fucking Trixie cosmetics and whatever whatever and like she would post me on her story I'd be posted on Trixie cosmetics but like that's what about getting uh, that? the extent right like that's the extent that I would get or the extent like of support that I would be shown Mm-hmm. And so with Bob Monet, they just took it to a different level, which I exactly. just have, I was just shocked about. Like, just the fact that they were like, oh, y'all have a podcast? Bet we're going to make sure we promote it. Mm-hmm. Bet we're going to, hey, let's like have a meeting. Bet let's, and I was just like, you're engaged. Mm-hmm. This is something I've never received in the like love and support, especially when it comes to the creatives. Like being a black content creator, like this is the first time I've experienced it. So, so like, it's just very very different so yeah i feel like we even got before, but we got great things out of it yeah even before y'all had the podcast i could just like tell like bob and they were so drawn to y'all i was like oh like period i was like honestly mm. they they love them some some black people of course fully um they do. so it's just like anytime you exist and you're black and you're stunning like i just feel like it's bound to happen but like the support you're right the support that um 
that Bob and Monet show for their like the love and support that they show for their fans, like right off the it's bat, unreal. you don't even have to do a thing. Like all you have yeah. to do is like show up, and they're like, "We love you, we support you, we appreciate you," and like going out of their way to do things for you. Like you wouldn't get that from anybody else, and it's just like especially like a white person, genuine. Exactly. See, white people don't be caring because white people don't have to let go. Like, I feel like white people don't care and they don't want to help you out because they know that you're going to get bigger and better. As black people, we are elite. And I will always say that (laughs) because you're doing what I can do and I can probably do it 10 times better on the first try than what you're doing right now. But also white people just have a very selfish mindset or as black people want everybody to come up. Like it's not like we're in this shit together. Mm -hmm. We're trying to like, Pay for everybody. Oh, it's not just me. Fully. But like Trixie Casa could never because it's like, okay, well, Trixie all, always thinks that her heart is her her childhood or whatever. Like, well, I was poor then, so like now I'm about to make every dollar She's I fucking terrified. Can. She's terrified of becoming poor. Ter- like, and I'm just like, okay, sis, so like whatever, pick your battles, but like also help somebody else get to where you were because there were also children in those same situations that you were mm-hmm. and, and also that, at like, the end of the day, I... she's gonna make that right back does she know who she is she obviously does because she got all this mouth to talk like to to talk herself up so she's gonna make it right back it's not gonna be a i'm problem. still i'm still stuck on like when she says like she's canceled i'm like you're not though like she's she like will i will never canceled be canceled that. she will never I was like, Mama, be canceled your check's getting cleared though you ain't canceled Fully. your check's not getting poor? cleared you're not poor oh okay okay if anything you just got more rich i i i definitely just saw like their recent ticket prices for their new tour that they I have was like, like next what year. no insanity i said no. how dare you you have you have the audacity who do you you're not beyonce you have the audacity to think that your ticket prices could be that but you know what i could have been wrong because motherfuckers it. no it's not not just because they did because like dc is basically sold out and i was like new york is sold out oh got it like they just made their shit the day after i was like i was not like i was trying to buy a ticket i just wanted to see where they were doing it i I was interested i was i was i I had no idea but y'all want like i'm gagging because i found out today that monet is headlining some club kids tour that's coming that's in the uk isn't it I think Club Kids isn't in the UK, but not me traveling but, to the UK. Right, but also, I ain't trying to, I ain't trying to shade them. But this simply <laughs> robbery tickets are still here. Like they're still sitting <laughs> in my wallet, Mama. I'm just like, how you gonna sign up for a whole other tour? A whole new tour <laughs> without but completing I, I mean, the. You ain't even do this one. <laughs> Fully. I mean, Mama, I might be there if I find a will in the way, but again. I've been asking the same question. I don't know. I don't even, I don't know. We shall see. I was see never in time. the position where I could get a ticket. But now that I am, mm-hmm. oh. I'm going to be in there. My whole. You and, know it, and it's like a, I think it's like a all black tour, too. Like it's Monet. It's like a, a lot of like black queens. I forget Stop who else. Going. Yeah. So we gotta go to, the UK. go to school. I think it's called Noir. Like Oh no, oh, like black in like French. Yeah. <laughs> How do you say it? I said it very I said it. Noir. <laughs> oh, you mean the word black in black French. in French? Got it. 
a nigga ass has been like nor like nor nor as a French speaker. <laughs> Bitch. You know what's crazy though? Just like before we wrap this up, like I I definitely had a struggle of like going back and forth when it came to Trixie more so, like to get over her. But like it's weird and this is my listen this is my confession drag me as you will is it my confession i will <laughs> i know, it's, that's not given that's a given alexis um but like i de- i just i still enjoy the content like i don't know what it is i don't know what it is and i don't know what that i don't know i don't know and i you know i don't have to explain myself however i feel is how i feel I ain't got to explain myself to nobody. <laughs> but how I feel is how I feel. And yeah, I don't know. It's so it's so weird. Like being as involved as I was like, am I obsessed? No. Do I still enjoy it? Yes. That's my truth and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> I think I think we should wrap it up there because any other okay. segue is just like a therapy session. So I've had many of those. <laughs> I need I'm telling you, I've tried. I she said, she said, I tried to overcome this, but like shit, like I really am. That's a whole. You literally story. have a, a grip on your throat, Mama. But it's okay. I need the release. Release okay. them shackles. <laughs> Not Mary Mary. <laughs> <laughs> I'm weak. But Joya, thank you so much for joining us and just this is talking so about Stan Twitter. I know we had a great time. Me. This was I'm just so such honored. a great Kiki. We're so like, we're honored to have you on here, honestly. So hopefully we'll have you back on again. I'm down. Let me know. I don't do anything at school, so <laughs> learning new to it. This should, this would be a lovely reoccurring situation because I live for this. We literally just Aww. Kiki, and I really adore this. So mm-hmm. listen, you found your you found your podcast here. Period. <laughs> we ain't here. Sorry. <laughs> this is now lemonade tea and tequila <laughs> period period i just became a tequila bitch so i love it you know, me too i love it too all right well thank you so much again for coming on and um i hope everyone enjoyed this episode again please go follow joya please follow us uh we keep y'all updated all the time i think that's pretty much it All right. Love y'all. Bye. Be black. Bye.